I don't believe in free speech. I don't believe in free speech. I can't stand what they teach. I don't believe in free speech. I can't stand what they teach. I can't stand what they preach. I don't believe in free speech. Okay, so uh, we're all exhausted. It's in the middle of the night here, but we just had to do. Uh, A red alert. (laughs) (laughs) A Talmadge has been canceled. Not canceled. Just yelled at a bunch. By absolutely ridiculous people who have no idea what they're saying and have no idea what you're saying. Well, so basically we thought, yeah, we thought it would be, um, it would be kind of worthwhile to just like talk about the funny thing that just happened on this ridiculous world of Twitter, which is so, uh, first of all, like just some background, like I hate Twitter. It's stupid. I don't use it, which is why I like have no followers because, um, it's stupid. I don't spend any time on Twitter. I don't engage with other people. I don't follow people. I don't like, I just, I don't care. Twitter's just an outrage machine and it's just like polarized sides, just like clawing at each other like animals and you know the people you know i try to like there are people on there obviously who are trying to just be like centrist people and that's what i try to do i try to be like a centrist cultural critic and so that's what we want to talk about real quick is that you know i think i really do believe that it's very important for you know for us uh cultural centrist cultural critics to really fight against to work against polarization so but it's really hard to do. So here's the tweet, just so we get that out of there, right? So so I made a tweet. I'm always talking on the podcast. If you listen to the show, you've heard me mention this like five times. There's this elementary school not far from our house. Mm-hmm. And they have, um, you know, they have the, the columns out front are like painted with 20 foot high letters, like identity, diversity, justice. The whole thing just strikes me as so like propagandistic. You know, this is an elementary school. These are ideas that these kids can't possibly understand what these terms mean. This is clearly like, like I am not a right winger, but when you see right wingers freaking out about how their children are being indoctrinated, this is what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And they do have a cause for concern. Okay. I mean, that's the way I see it. And I think to me, this just, that's why it naturally just pisses me off to see this kind of stuff because it's just blatant sort of brainwashing and indoctrination. And also trying to be like a centrist and just a humanist and trying to get people to stop being crazy. I'm always calling for like responsible. Again, it's this thing about like just like, you know, these illiberal liberals is what I'm fighting against. Right. And, the, and these are the kind of people who don't like they they don't seem to understand the, ne- the necessity for certain rules that you follow to be a decent human being, much less like a scholar or a lawyer or a doctor or a therapist or anything that that requires that supposedly requires like a sort of neutrality, a sort of distance and objectivity. So defining your terms is really like a crucial thing that you have to do. Which you're always saying. I'm always talking about that. That's right. And so when you have terms like identity, justice, diversity, diversity. I mean, diversity inclusion. is a Inclusion In, is a giant right. one. That's the Inc- most important right. one. Inclusion. Because constantly we're hearing people say, uh, you know, we believe in, in this house or at this school, blah, blah, blah. And that's what this elementary school, it has this big sign that says like here in this school, you know, 
we believe in inclusion. We believe all voices matter. Like all voices are equal. Right. All voices will be heard. And it's such obvious bullshit. It's like that that um, point that you made the other day that I didn't I didn't point this out. I was like, wow, that's a really good point. But you tweeted that thing that was like, um, like science. If you look at the scientific research on this, like a four year old can't actually say that they're that they feel trans or what, whatever it was. What was that thing that you said? Yeah, it's a Stonewall thing, I think. Um, yeah, which is the uh, you know that's a UK thing. Um, so over here, you know, we don't really. I never hear anybody talking about that. But right. like, I just on because of because on Twitter, I follow some people who, um, you know, some. Um, some cheery Brits. <laughs> we love the Brits, you know. <laughs> but, you know, um, everybody's, everybody's freaking out about how just crazy Stonewall has gotten. And, I, you know, I don't claim to know the history of them, whatever. But anyway, they had a, they had a tweet about, you know, it said their, 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 you know, latest study they've released. is It said something like, you know, research suggests that two-year-olds are already fully aware of their gender identity or something like that. Um, they have a they have a strong sense of gender identity, something in those terms. And I made a tweet to say, like, you've got to watch out for for phrases like research suggests. What it reminds me of is what Fox News used to always do back <laughs> in the day, where they would say, some say, it's just, it's, you know, and what this is, is it's called disinformation. Yeah. Um, which is like, like, it's not straight up misinformation, but it's disinformation in the sense that it's, it's, it's propaganda it's total manipulation it's like when you watch like uh like currently we're watching the victoria's secret documentary we'll talk about that in a different episode uh we watched uh the woody allen documentary allen versus pharaoh whatever it's called that's those are uh you know the woody allen one especially great example of of like disinformation exactly. like it's totally like we're kind of giving you things that are like like to say Research suggests, like, has there been research that has suggested that two-year-olds know their... Yeah, I'm sure but there that's, has. That's the but thing. do we, we have any question what kind of research was this? It turns out right. to be a poll of five people. <laughs> like, you can, you can say something that's not, not actually untrue, but wildly misleading. So I made a tweet. Oh, I've got it right oh, here. Oh, you have it? No, right. I read it. This is the elementary school by my house, but I call it the Hitler Youth School. A safe learning environment where everyone has a voice means, of course, no one who threatens the woke status quo will be allowed to speak. Define your terms, people. Don't be a Nazi. Right. And so I thought, OK, so I made that post. I was like half asleep when I made it. And this is like it's so weird to me that we're like, <laughs> we're going to do a whole thing like on Twitter because I just don't even care about Twitter at all. The oh, literally the only reason I use Twitter is just to try to get the word out about the podcast. That's it. That's, it's just that's all it is. I have no interest. You know, I really have zero interest in getting involved in like a like a, a knockdown drag out Twitter cat fight with with angry people because and that's kind of the point of why we wanted to sit down and talk about this even though it's like late and we're tired and everything is that this what so what happened is you know i made that post that's the original post and then a bunch of people started commenting on my post and the point is that it was just their replies to this were kind of crazy and outlandish and worth maybe mentioning reading some of those out here just so we can I think it was just an interesting thing because first of all all the comments kind of 
besides just being a great example of just what's happened to people and what Twitter is like, they also kind of just, they just proved my point is that they all just came back at me with a total lack of any ability to question terms, which was the whole point that I was making, you know? Um, so do you have, did you screenshot some of the comments? One person retweeted it and said, when you're used to privilege, equality seems like oppression. Okay. Let me just take this one at a time. When you're used to privilege, equality seems like oppression. Okay. There you go. Like this person knows nothing about me. Maybe they looked at my picture and they see white man privilege. Fuck you. That's definitely possible because at this point we've just gotten so used to just generating so much just hatred against white people and men. And you see me and you go, "What? look at this fucking guy. He has nothing to complain about. He's so privileged. He's so privileged. It doesn't, this person doesn't know me. And right. second of all, you know, it, it's just, what, what I mean, it, it's just this, that's exactly the point is that they're just, they're seeing me. They see this thing, it pisses them off and they've already generated this, this phantasmagorical faceless enemy in me. I represent all of these things. They know my story. They know everything they need to know about me. They know what I'm about. They're ready to fucking kill me or something. They don't know anything about me. They see one tweet and they just, and they just, they create an enemy there with all of these, right. all of these characteristics that they think they know. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you talking to? You don't know. And I remember you're going to read some more, but like, like several people called me a Republican. This is the problem with Republicans. Guys, guess what? I voted for Biden. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I did everything I could to get Trump out of office, you know? You got um, one response that said, um, <laughs> we think all humans deserve respect. I know Republicans are fucking dumb, but thinking the above is something Hitler would approve of is near the bottom of the barrel. Right. Okay. And then somebody responded to that tweet saying Hitler would be absolutely elated that a Talmadge Monroe is not only deluding themselves into believing that compassion is evil, but trying to push that distorted reality onto their kid. Okay, that's perfect. That's perfect example. That's that's the perfect that is what is wrong with the world. You know, I mean, right there. Like first of all, <laughs> there so let me just go back and review for everybody, okay? Which is why we wanted to talk about this. Okay, so I see an elementary school where the school administrators, teachers, whatever have brainwashed five-year-old children into having identity, justice, diversity, and uh, and action written in 20-foot high letters. They have a Black Lives Matter sign. They have a sign that says, you know, we believe in this, we believe in that, we believe this. There's no possibility a five-year-old wrote any of this. There's no way that a five-year-old can possibly comprehend any of this. It's the same thing as when you see a five-year-old walking around with like a MAGA hat. Mm-hmm. These people calling me a Nazi would probably be very surprised that I, that that would piss me off. They already think that they know me. They think we're walking around. We have kids with like the red MAGA hat. They think that like our kids are sitting around drinking their drinking their juice out of like we're drinking our coffee out of those like cat in the hat, Sleepy Joe mugs. So they, they think I'm a Republican. And they're calling me a Nazi. So the thing is, I see... And our kids Nazis. Yeah. So I, see this, <laughs> I see this school and I'm saying, you guys are being Nazis. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, this is the point. I ended up... So at the end of the story here, I ended up deleting this tweet, reposting it 
the same photos but with a different text because I already kind of in the back of my mind, I hardly ever tweet anything. And when I do, like you said, I'm very careful. I try to be centrist. I try to not be polarizing. I try to avoid the easy, lazy, like stabbing, jabbing, provocative bullshit that baits people. And that's why I have no followers. Nobody cares because that's what people respond to. You get on there and you go like, you know, Chicks don't have dicks. Trans is bullshit. And you get like a million likes or something, you know, and I go on there and I try to make some sort of a, a complex point and no, you know, nobody cares. That's, that's fine. Okay. I'm not trying to be part of this circus, but the point is, so I said something like, you know, I said, define your terms. People don't be a Nazi. And right, which, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, eh, because the thing is using the term Nazi, here's my point that I want to make about this, which is that. Okay, what I'm saying is way better than like what these people are saying, I believe. I'm being much more careful. My point is much more centrist, I think. But what I'm doing, it's still problematic. It still polarizes because the word Nazi means so much more than it means. It's one of those words that has all of this weight in it. It means it's a slur and it means more than just the word itself means. Much like the word, like the the N-word obviously is like that. And the the slur transphobic is, is has basically become that. It's just a slur that you throw onto your faceless enemy and nobody even thinks about what it means. It just means if there's somebody that you hate, you just call them transphobic. And it's this incredibly effective slur that you can throw at somebody because it makes well-meaning people feel bad about themselves. You can just like some old person who didn't even mean to do anything like at the library and you go, that's transphobia. You're, you're transphobic. You're a racist. Right. right. And all of a sudden this person, oh my God, I don't want to be that. Oh my, you know, and they're like apologizing and groveling at your feet and you're like, that's what I thought, fucking old man. Right. That's what's, what's happened. Right. So I, I, but I use the word Nazi like that and I feel like I'm, what I mean by that is you are requiring a school like that. It says that they welcome all voices. And it's just it drives me nuts to see that because clearly these are the same people who are shutting down and silencing opposing voices left and right. Now, granted, yes, I don't know that this 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 specific elementary school, I have no evidence of them shutting down opposing voices and silencing people, but it's just such a common thing now that's the same people who go around you know proclaiming the loudest about how much they well how much they they're into equity and inclusion all voices count and all voices matter and, and inclusion and diversity those are the people who are shutting people down left and right i mean the right people do it too obviously the people on the right are censoring the crap out of people too but we kind of know that the people on the right do that censoring, I think. And the people on the left call it diversity. And so anyway, this comment that you were reading to me, like this person, what did they say? They said, I'm a Nazi because I don't like, what was it? It was... uh, Hitler would be absolutely elated that A. Talmadge Monroe is not only deluding themselves into believing that compassion is evil, but by trying to push that distorted reality onto their kid. kid. Yeah, compassion is evil because they missed my whole point. My point is you have to define a term like compassion. And what in this person who's commenting, they just see it, the term flies right over their head and they think this school is saying we need to have compassion 
but A. Talmadge Monroe isn't having it. Mm-hmm. You know, he hates compassion. He's a Nazi. He has, and that's the thing. That's why we're screwed. You know, is that 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 polarization? So anyway, I redid it because I don't want to be a part of that polarization. And it is too. It's too easy to say Nazi. When I say Nazi, you know what I mean is somebody who is requiring ideological adherence and obedience and disallowing dissent. And that's what, you know, problem, that's, that's the problematic side of progressive identity politics. You know, not all, not all trans activists are doing that. Not all anti-race, anti-racist activists are doing that, but a lot of them are. And a lot of people on the right are doing that too. You know, right. and it's really, it's it's just a serious problem. But it's like the equivalent, slurs like that, like Nazi and transphobic. When you call somebody transphobic, that's just like the verbal equivalent of throwing a brick through somebody's window to intimidate them, which is what like white people used to do to anybody who was fighting for civil rights. So what I'm saying is, do you want to be that kind of person? If you're on the left and you think of yourself as, you know, a liberal and a social justice activist. Do you want to be the kind of person who just throws a brick through somebody's window to intimidate them? Because that's what you're doing when you shut people down like that and when you call them transphobic. But as a younger person who is more chronically online, for better or for worse, from just taking in that media and from being, I guess, on other social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook and whatever, like what you said doesn't seem like it's bad. Like, I think that the use of the word Nazi, just from listening to like you put on an episode of like Red Scare, you put on an episode of like any other podcast that's out there where they're talking about stuff like issues like this. The word Nazi does not have the same weight as saying like, oh, I hate trans people or, oh, like, you know, all these woke people are like the word Nazi is used and has been used to describe a person who is just forcing their views onto somebody else and being like, you have to, you know, agree with me that I think that you're being too hard on yourself in this situation. When I say Nazi, I don't mean like Hitler Nazi with swastikas. One of the comments was like, what is this guy even talking about? Does he not know that? Uh, does he think that these people working in this elementary school are wearing swastikas? You know, that's just right. somebody who just like, like, <laughs> I mean, I get that. That's like a very literal, unquestioning view of the world. But the thing is, that's who you're talking to. So I think it is useful to avoid to be more specific about what you mean. Because I do think, honestly, that people, like, I mean, I can sit here and make fun of this guy. I can say this guy's, like, stupid for not knowing this, or, see, this is the kind of person I'm talking to, a guy who just doesn't question his own terms. My whole point was, you know, question your terms, people. Don't be a Nazi. So then people come back at me immediately thinking thinking that by Nazi I mean people who wear swastikas, people who worship Hitler, People who they think that I think that this elementary school is full of people who I mean, this is the problem. They think what they see is like some some crazy Republican who honestly believes that that elementary school is full of 
Hitler-worshipping, swastika-wearing neo-Nazis who are, like, deliberately brainwashing their children with neo-Nazi ideology. What I mean is that if you understand, like, like, if you can look beyond literal definitions, what makes somebody a fascist is not about whether you're conservative or liberal. It's about things like disallowing all free speech and free thought. Right. You know, it's about like requiring strict obedience to your ideology and any dissenters will be silenced, punished, canceled, eradicated. That's what comes to look like, you know, uh, an authoritarian state. But saying something like this is an example of of like authoritarian you know, using a word like authoritarian is more, it's possibly more useful and more responsible and more mature because it's too easy to just sort of throw a fun slur at somebody, you know. So maybe I'm being too hard on myself. Uh, maybe I'm overthinking, but I'm trying to do my part to. I just, I think it's interesting, like, to ask you a question when you were writing that tweet or any of your other tweets, were you writing it for people who agree with you already and who are like, yeah, this is crazy. These people are just brainwashing our kids. Or were you writing it to like the left wing leaning people who are like raising their kids in believing that, oh, you know, we have to do diversity for everybody and like all these, like whatever those talking points that they are to try to make you feel better about yourselves in order to change their minds. Like who was your intended audience for that tweet to begin with? Well, I mean, I think that's the same question as like, who am I talking to on the podcast? You know, like, like, you know, I kind of think I'm talking to people that are sort of on the left, but maybe that's not true. I think People, I think most people probably just aren't going to appreciate what I'm saying because I'm in the middle. I'm trying to deliberately trying to be centrist. So I right. think that people on the left, I feel like where I'm coming from is the background of being like a liberal. Um, well, this, I feel like you're talking to centrist left leaning people. Those people already agree that people on the right are problematic. So I'm trying to point out to these people to like question their own side. Right, but those people are also the people who aren't like speaking up and saying anything about the fact that they disagree with a lot of what the left is is siding with. I think that's the majority of the audience for all of these podcasts that are more like, you know, unorthodox saying what everybody everybody is thinking but they don't want to say is that they're all like either left-leaning centrists or they are complete centrists, but there's no place for them anymore. So they feel like, what what am I supposed to do? Where do I go? Who do I side with at this point? So I feel like you're, that's why I felt like you should have, we disagree about this. I feel like you should have left the tweet up because, you know, you're speaking to people who would agree with you regardless of if they're left or if they're right leaning i i feel like the word nazi doesn't have this weight of like being attached to all these different because it's just become like a slang term like so many people say oh don't you're be a nazi. Like a nazi right? like, like oh you're, you're not nazi. gonna let me go yeah exactly <laughs> fucking seinfeld are you kidding me that's in the 90s i guarantee that i thought about it a lot more than these these <laughs> haters 
thought about it. You know, your enemies. Um, <laughs> I love the one that made fun of your um, you the podcast like uh, catchphrase. Oh, he said the uh, new gender um, orthodoxy. The new gender orthodoxy. Where'd you get that? And then he said something I didn't understand. He was like, I was so tempted to just fuck America nowhere something. or something. I don't know. I like he thought that was he he thought the new the the gender or the new gender orthodoxy. I think that this person interpreted that as like that's something that only like a Republican in the Midwest could come up with. There's, they think this is some gender right. orthodoxy. Right. All of these, all of these Again, people like were jumping on saying, "Oh, you're a Republican." Republican. When literally, Republican. I'm not sure as a liberal who's always voted liberal. That's, I don't think I've ever met anybody so gung ho about voting for a. a fucking joe biden as you were in the most recent election you were like we need to get we need to get joe biden we need to send in our absentee ballots we have to get it before the deadline we have to get it in there we did episode recently where we're like trump's thinking about uh, running again in 24 it's time to fucking expatriate you know the thing is that is because this point you're making about these people they're automatically assuming all these things about me assuming i'm a republican they're not even assuming they know they already know no. And they're talking to me According like to as if we already had a conversation and they know this because they are a product of the, exactly that polarized culture that right. I'm trying to not feed into. Because if you challenge the new gender orthodoxy in any way, you are a nut job, right winger, Trump supporting, evangelical, gun toting. Evangelical, honey, not Evan. <laughs> Whatever. We just, we just went over this. It's not a religion for Evan. It's an evangelical religion. Evangelical. <laughs> All hail Evan. Our Messiah Evan did Honey. come down to Walmart on the seventh day. Honey. So if you yeah, but that's what they think, right? They think like you've got to be one of those guys if you he, well, he must be a repu- a privileged Republican crazy asshole because if you there there are these weird intersections where people that I might not normally intersect with are intersecting with me because we both hate like this group <laughs> we're both like these guys really suck so we'll like kind of be friends for a while to like fight this one group and other people that you would think are on the same side are actually enemies right where not enemies but you know if you're standing up for women's rights all of a sudden you're transphobic right Right. you're a turf and (laughs) if and if you're and suddenly all of a sudden like trans activists are being accused of being homophobic and feminist women's rights activists are being accused of being transphobic and it's just you know and and everybody's accused of being racist by everybody else and it's just like the jackals are just beginning to devour each other on all sides mm-hmm. and it's one of those things it's a sign like the movement begins to fall apart and i i, I try to not get too exercised about it because i just try <laughs> to just laugh and go you know it's just, just like it's just the same thing that happens every time that a little social revolution comes along you know i mean like it's like go watch like forest gump you know <laughs> For or like don't. a fun little romp through like the late 60s and the silliness of like, you know, I love that scene where like Forrest like accidentally like crashes the Black Panther party and gets in a fight. And he's like, uh, and they're like so serious. They're like, we're going to take the power back. And then like on the way out, he's like, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry I started a fight and ruined your little Black Panther party. You know, right. but it's just like the, the kind of anger and violence like in the in the 60s, like certain, you know, people were, you know, some sides were getting like more militant and they were saying like, you know, this peace shit isn't going to do it. Violence is all they can understand, so we're going to get violent, you know, and the sides started to fall apart and, you know, half the people were just like, you know, taking too much acid and having too much sex and losing the point. And then some people were like just getting violent and losing the point. And it's just like, it's just splits into factions and factions and everything falls apart. Right. And, uh, the center cannot hold man <laughs> in so many ways. Right. But the thing is, this is just happening all over again. And, and it's just, I don't know who listens to this podcast. You know, um, I think probably a lot of people come along and they're like, you know, finally, I like this guy. He hates libtards. And then I say something like about how I hate Trump. And they're like, wait a minute, this guy's a, this guy's a liberal. And they stop listening. Or somebody else comes along, somebody on the left. It's like, it's getting so fractured where it's like, I, I just think that people, the nature of this kind of thing, like where I'm sitting here just like ranting about shit that I hate. It's so easy to be polarizing. You know, it's so easy to just kind of not be careful about what you're saying and the thing is like some people would argue like you know people don't care about like moderation and restraint nobody's going to hear you if you're speaking calmly and encouraging restraint nobody's going to hear you you're just going to get run over in the middle of the road so what you got to do is start screaming and punching and breaking shit and you, you know i mean that's what gets attention. Like if, if anybody's listening to this, you know, do me a favor. Like, you know, I don't know. Send, share it with people that you think would appreciate it. <laughs> My goal is to get, to, to try to make that center a little bit wider. That's what I'm trying to do. That's all I'm trying to do. I see myself kind of down the center. I'm trying to talk to other people who are in the center. I figure anybody that's too far on the left or too far to the right, they're just not going to listen. Right. Because they're going to hear it and they're just going to instantly write me off as all of these bad words and say, I'm a terrible, terrible person, blah, blah, You're blah. You're a bleep, 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 Both bleep. sides are going to call me a Nazi, apparently. Apparently. <laughs>